0: Think you know what your wife knows? Think you know what your husband knows? You do? Then let's see how you rate your mate! Yes, it's Rate Your Mate transcribed to New York, the show where it pays to know how much your mate knows about everything. And here's the man in charge of helping you rate your mate... Joey Adams!
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, this is my first night on this new CBS program, and I don't want to start right in complaining, but this is the same studio that Arthur Godfrey uses, and he left the place in a terrible mess. It took five men all day just to sweep out his old money. (laughs) I'm pretty glad to be here as Quizmaster on the show because quiz programs are a big thing today. In fact, on some shows, you don't even have to be there to collect the money. They just call you on the phone and give it to you. <laughs> so now that when a person answers the phone, they don't say, who is it anymore? They just say, how much? Really, <laughs> I've never seen people go so crazy for quiz shows. Of course, you hear of a lot of mix-ups on some of those shows. For instance, a man and his wife, friends of mine, won a beautiful electric blanket on a quiz show. They got it home and they couldn't use it. Because the fellow was AC and his wife was DC. <laughs> the idea of this show, rate your mate, is to find out just how much married or engaged folks really know about each other. And let's get into the interesting problems right now as we meet our first pair of mates. Who do we have, Hal Sims?
0: Here they are, Joey. It's Mr. and Mrs. Frank Fox. Meet Joey Adams.
1: Well, how do you do, Mr. and Mrs. Fox? How do, do you, you do? do? Before we play a rate, right, you mate, let's find out something about you too. How long have you been married, Mr. Fox? Eighteen years. I see. Any little foxes? I mean, do you have any children? Well, I have
2: a daughter that's fifteen years old.
1: Mm-hmm. Mr. Fox, uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a chicken plucker. <laughs> a
2: chicken
1: plucker? What is that? Is it legal? I mean, uh, what do you do? What do you do as a chicken plucker? I pluck
2: chickens.
1: <laughs> you don't say a chicken plucker who plucks chickens. That's a novelty. <laughs> Last week, I went to a nightclub and some chicken plucked me. <laughs> Mr. Fox, you like your work, do you? I do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's natural. I never heard of a fox yet. That wasn't after the chickens. was <laughs> Mr. Fox, while... Uh... <laughs> Mrs. Fox, while all those chickens are losing their heads over your husband, what do you do?
2: Well, I'm just a housewife.
1: Oh, I imagine that's a full-time job. Does your husband help you with the housework?
2: Yes, he does.
1: How does he help you?
2: Well, he polishes my furniture. He waxes my floors.
1: I see. What else does he do?
2: Well, he vacuums the rugs.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Does he help you with the dishes?
2: Yes, he washes the dishes.
1: And uh, he washes the dishes. Who dries them?
2: He does. (laughs)
1: He drives them too, huh? He certainly
2: does. Mr. and
1: Mrs. Fox, will you tell me once again, which one of you did you say is the housewife?
2: <laughs> uh,
1: by the way, didn't you tell me you had a daughter, Mrs. Fox?
2: Yes I have.
1: Well doesn't she do any housework? No, she doesn't. I see she's married too, eh? <laughs> But tell me, why doesn't your daughter wash the dishes?
2: Well, she has beautiful
1: nails, and so she doesn't like to spoil them. <laughs> and your husband, he doesn't have any fingernails. <laughs> tell me, Mr. Fox, who takes care of the money in your house, as if I didn't know? My wife. Your wife takes care of the money? Yes, sir. You don't have to say, sir, to me. You're not talking to your wife. I <laughs> <me, don't> you? <laughs> suppose you get some kind of allowance... I get lunch money. Good boy. (laughs) You're certainly a strong man holding out for lunch money. That's wonderful. (laughs) Mrs. Fox, how much lunch money do you give your husband?
2: Well, I never question him when it comes about food.
1: (laughs) You give him whatever he wants.
2: I give him whatever he wants.
1: You're right. The poor man's got to keep his strength up. If he ever weakens, can you imagine what would happen to your house? (laughs) Mr. Fox, with all your housework, do you have any time for yourself? I mean, do you have any hobbies? Yes, sir. Uh What do you do for fun? Do you wash the windows or carry out the ashes? (laughs) I mean, what is your hobby? I like to go ice skating. (laughs) You like to, but does she let you? (laughs) How about it, Mrs. Fox? Do you mind if your husband goes out with the boys once in a while? No, I don't. I think that's nice. It's the way it should be. I know another married couple who have an ideal arrangement. On Tuesday night, she gives her husband a night out with the boys. But it's 50-50 because every Friday night, she has a
0: night out with the boys.
1: (laughs) Well, look, enough of this chit-chat. The time has come for you to rate your mate. And here's how we play this game. One of you, and one of you only, is going to be asked four questions, all of a general nature. Now which one of you wants to tackle the question?
2: I think you should go.
1: Even this you want him to work. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you don't
1: want to strain yourself at all, alright. <laughs> we to even let you think too, Mr. Fox. Now that the decision has been made, we're going to see that you take it off stage to a soundproof booth where you won't be able to hear a thing we're saying out here until we press the right button. That's all you have to know right now. Goodbye and good luck. Now, I'm going to ask your husband four questions, and you must tell me before he answers whether he's going to be right or wrong. In other words, we don't care which way he answers the question, so long as you can predict in advance whether he knows the answer or not. If you say he is going to be wrong and he is wrong, you win $25. But if you say he's going to be wrong and he answers right, you win $0.25. Cents. Okay, here we go with the first question. <laughs> you think he'll be able to answer this one? A 25th wedding anniversary is a silver one. Can you tell me what the first one is? you think he'll know that?
2: I don't think so.
1: You don't think he knows anything? No. We'll he knows th-
2: the silver, but I don't think he'll know the first
1: one. Okay. Hello? Hello. How are you? All right. If you're a little lonely, I'll send you in some washing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mr. Uh, uh, joke, what's his first name? Frank. Frank. Here's your first question. The 25th wedding anniversary is the silver one. Can you tell me what the first one is? The silver one. You're wrong, but you win
2: $25.
1: Your wife said you wouldn't guess it, and you didn't guess it, so you win $25 to in just a little while. Well, so far you have $25. Here is your second question. What is Babe Ruth's real first name?
2: I don't think he'll know it. You don't think
1: he'll know it? No, we'll find out in just a little while. Hello? Hello? Here is your second question. We want to see if your wife rated you correctly. What is Babe Ruth's real first name? George. You are right, but you lose. Your wife said you didn't know it, and you did, so you win 25 cents. Uh, incidentally, so far on the scoreboard you have twenty-five dollars and twenty-five cents. Here's your chance to win another twenty-five dollars. What kind of a noise does a seal make? You think he'll know that?
2: Yes, I do. You
1: think he will? Hello. Hello. What kind of a noise does a seal make? What does it sound like? So, sounds like a. A what? Like, like a dog. You're right. And you win. Well, uh, and now here's your fourth and last question. Uh, which is the sheerest stocking, a 15 denier or a 30 denier? Do you think he'll know that?
2: I don't think so. You don't
1: think he knows anything about stockings? No. All right, here we go. Hello. Hello. Which is the sheerest stocking, a 15 denier or a 30 denier? A okay. 30. A 30, you are wrong, but you win. Your wife said you wouldn't know it, and you didn't, so you win another $25. The scoreboard says you have a total of $75.25. Good luck to you, and thanks for joining us to play Great World Mate.
0: Joey, let's see how much our next couple knows about each other. Mr. and Mrs. Pepic meet Joey Adams.
2: How
1: do you do, Mr. and Mrs. Pepeck? I do you Welcome to Rate Your Mate. Where are you people from?
2: We're from the state of Washington.
1: I see. And what are you doing in New York? We're here on a honeymoon. A honeymoon, eh? How long have you been married? Four years.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mr. Pepeck, you waited four years before you took your bride on a honeymoon? That's right, Joe. Well, that's sensible. Why spend a lot of money on your wife until you're sure you like her? <laughs> Tell me, why didn't you go on a honeymoon right after you were married? Well, we had a sort of a honeymoon, but he broke his leg just before we were married, and, well, it was kind of inconvenient. How did you break it? We're hiking. On a hiking trip? Yes. You're an outdoor man, eh? What kind of sports do you go in for, you two? Well, we're always hiking or bowling or fishing or skating, horseback riding. Mm -hmm. Do you have any children? No, we haven't. I don't wonder. Where would you find the time? (laughs) Well, Mrs. Peppick, with no children, what do you do all day? I'm a registered nurse. A registered nurse, eh? Mr. Peppick? you're pretty smart to marry <laughs> a nurse. It's much cheaper than having them come in by the day.
2: <laughs>
1: now, Mr. Peppick, what do you do for a living? I'm a patrolman at the Hanford Works at uh, Richmond Washington. Oh, the Atomic Project, is that it? What do you do there? Well, Joe, I c- I'm sorry, I can't tell you. Oh, it's a secret. He doesn't even tell me. Well, that's an ideal job for a husband. He comes home at night and his wife asks him, uh, what did you do today, dear? He can say, uh, none of your business, darling. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Mr. and Mrs. Pepik. The game must go on. So now's the time for one of you to rate your mate. Which one of you wants to answer the question? Let Joe do it. Joe is going to answer? All All right. Joe, now that the decision has been made, we're going to see that you are taken off stage to a soundproof booth where you won't be able to hear a thing we're saying out here until we press the right button. Let's briefly review the idea. I'll ask Joe Pepic four questions, and before each question, Mrs. Pepic will have to tell me whether Mr. Pepic will answer these questions right or wrong. Now, how do you think he will do on this first question? If you were to eat a soft-boiled egg with a sterling silver spoon, what, most likely, would happen to the spoon? Do you think he'll answer that?
2: Yeah, I think he'll get that one
1: right. you think he'll get that one right? Well, we'll find out in just a minute. Hiya, sir. Hello, Joe. Here's your question. If you were to eat a soft-boiled egg with a sterling silver spoon what most likely would happen to the spoon?
2: I believe it would tarnish.
1: Absolutely right, and you win. (laughs) Your mate predicted you would know it, and you did, so you win $25. You'll have a chance in a little while to win some more, so hold on, will you? And here is your second question. Al Jolson made the anniversary song famous with the words, Oh, how we danced on the night we were wed. Now, according to the rhythm of the song, what dance did they dance?
2: He doesn't dance, so I don't think he'd know it. You don't think
1: he'd know it. Well, we'll find out in just a little while.
2: Uh-uh. Hiya. Hiya, Joe.
1: Here's your second question. Al Jolson made the anniversary song famous with the words, Oh, how we danced on the night we were wed. Now, according to the rhythm of the song, what dance did they dance? Anniversary waltz. You are right, but you lose. Your wife said you didn't know it, and you did know it, but you do get 25 cents. I'll see you in just a little while. <laughs> so far, the scoreboard says you both have $25.25, and, 25 and here's your chance at $25 more. From which fighter did Joe Lewis win the heavyweight title? Do you think he'll know that one? I don't think so. You think he'll be wrong? Higher. <laughs> Higher. Here's your third question. From which fighter did Joe Lewis win the heavyweight title?
2: Uh. I believe from Jack Dempsey.
1: You are wrong, but you win. (laughs) Your wife said you didn't know it, and you didn't know it. Here's your fourth question. I'm going to give you the second line of a famous quotation from Shakespeare. You give me the first line. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. Do you think he'll know the first line? Uh, I don't think so. Hello. Hello, John. I'm going to give you the second line of a famous quotation from Shakespeare. You give me the first line. I come to bury Caesar not to praise him. Do you know the first line? I'm sorry, I can't answer that. Well, you are wrong, but you win. Your mate said you'd miss that one, so you get $25. You have a total on the scoreboard of $75.25. And thank you both for joining us to play Rate Your Mate.
0: Now, Joey, I'd like you to meet two charming people. Mr. and Mrs. Frank Batug. Meet Joey Adams.
1: How do you do, Mr. and Mrs. Baitug? How do you do, Joey? Nice to have you here on Rate Your Mate. Where do you two people make your home? In New Jersey... Any particular town, or are you just camping out? Uh, no, we, uh, we live in Irvington. Irvington? Whereabouts is that? Uh, well, uh, you know where Newark is? No, why? Is it missing? <laughs> because I really think New Jersey is a wonderful state. How about you, Mrs. Baiting? Are you a native of New Jersey?
2: No, I'm not. I come from outside of New Jersey.
1: Outside of New Jersey? That's a big place. Just where are you from?
2: I'm from Austria.
1: Austria? Well, that's outside of New Jersey. <laughs> Well, you certainly speak perfect English. How long have you been in this country?
2: I've been here three years.
1: Three years, and you speak so well, it's amazing. I've got a brother-in-law who's lived in Brooklyn all his life, and I can't understand a word he
2: says.
1: <laughs> well, Mrs. Batuck, tell me, where did you meet your wife? Uh, I met her uh, over in Austria, in the Army. Really? What was she doing in the Army? No, I <laughs> You were in the Army, I see. But how did you happen to meet her? Well, I was uh, at a dance in the Army. I saw this fellow dancing with her, so I walked up to him and asked him if I could cut in. Well, what did he say? Yes. (laughs) Now, Vera, while he was dancing with this other fellow, what did you do? (laughs) Vera... Did he propose to you right there at the dance?
2: No, he shipped back to the States right afterwards.
1: Mm -hmm. He just joined the Army for that one dance, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, when did you next see him? Back here. In this country. What what were you doing here?
2: Well, I was teaching dancing at a dancing school. Uh,
1: And what happened?
2: I was giving a lesson, and Frank walked in from out of nowhere.
1: I thought he was from New Jersey. (laughs) And Vera, did you teach him how to dance?
2: I taught him some lessons.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Then what? Then I married him. Boy, that's really teaching him a lesson. (laughs) Vera, do you still teach dancing? No, I don't. That's the way it goes. A fellow finds a girl who's got a good job, so he marries her, and then she quits. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the way you two people met is really very interesting, and I'm very excited about it. I know everybody else says, you met in Austria? Got together by accident here in New York and got married in New Jersey. Is that right, Frank? Uh, no, we didn't get married in New Jersey. Where did you get married? In my hometown. Where's that? Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls is your hometown? Yes, sir. Oh, sir. isn't that wonderful? You get married, you step outside, you're on your honeymoon. <laughs> well, now, now let's see how much you people know about each other. See if you can rate your mate correctly. Now that we've talked to you both, let's get busy and see how you rate your mate. Which one of you wants to answer the question? I will. You will? <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, off to the isolation chamber with you. And incidentally, uh, we'll see how well you know your spouse. Remember, it doesn't matter whether she answers the question correctly or not, but it does matter that you're able to predict which way she will answer. Twenty-five dollars if you guess right. Twenty-five cents if you guess wrong. Now, how do you think she'll be able to cope with this first question? If you saw a package of flour with four X's on it. Would that flower be a very finely ground flower or a coarsely ground flower? I think she'll be able to answer that question. You think she will? We'll find out in just a minute. Hello.
2: Hello. Here
1: is your first question. If you saw a package of flour with four X's on it, would that flower be a very finely ground flower or a coarsely ground flower?
2: Very fine.
1: You are right and you win. Your husband said you would know it, and you did, so you win $25. Here is the second question for your spouse, and do you think she'll know this one? In boxing, when one fighter is knocked down and can't get up right away, how many seconds elapse before he is considered knocked out? I don't think she'll know that You don't think she will? Well, we'll find out in just a minute. Hello? Yes? Here is your second question. In boxing, when one fighter is knocked down and can't get up right away... How many seconds elapsed before he is considered knocked out?
2: Uh, I don't know.
1: You are wrong, but you win. Your husband predicted that you wouldn't know it, and you didn't, so you win $25. On the scoreboard so far, you have $50. Here's your third question. I'm going to give you the second line of a famous pair of lines. You give me the first line. Repent at leisure, or leisure. You think she'll know the first part of it. Repent at leisure. No, I'm pretty sure she won't know that. You don't think she will? Well, we'll find out in just a minute. I'm going to give you the second line of a famous pair of lines. You give me the first line. Repent at leisure.
2: Don't
1: know it. You are wrong, but you win. And here is the fourth question and your chance for a perfect score or a $100. Is the bow on a man's hat generally on the left side or on the right side? Do you think she'll know that one? Yes, I think she'll know that you one. You think she will? Well, we'll find out in just a little minute. Keep your fingers crossed. Hello? Yes? Here's your fourth and last chance. Is the bow on a man's hat generally on the left side or on the right side? On the left side. You are right And you win. Your mate predicted you'd know it, and you did, so you win a total of $100. And thanks to you both for helping us play Rate Your Mate.
0: Here to play Rate Your Mate, Joey, are Mr. and Mrs. Frank Quinn. Meet Joey Adams.
1: <laughs> How are do you doing, Mr. and Mrs. Quinn? Hello, Hello, Joe. Well, do you people think you know each other well enough to win some money tonight on Rachel Maid? How about it, Mr. Quinn? I hope so. How long have you been married? 38 years. 38 years? <laughs> Boy, that's a long time to be with a woman. <laughs> of course, it's even longer to be without one. <laughs> now, Mrs. Quinn, you're married 38 years. Do you have any grandchildren? <laughs> Yes, I have two Cliff and Lorraine Mm -hmm. Two grandchildren, eh? Any children? We have three children (laughs) That's very good Children come in very handy If you plan to have grandchildren (laughs) Mrs. Quinn, how did you and your husband meet 38 years ago? Do you remember or are you trying to forget?
2: Oh, I remember all right We met in Coney Island (laughs) Is that right,
1: Mr. Quinn? That's where I found her Found her? Did you ever find out who lost her? Mrs. <laughs> Quinn, just where in Coney Island did he pick you up? I mean, uh, meet you.
2: Oh, no, you were
1: right the first
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> Aha. <laughs>
1: then tell me, uh, Romeo, how did you happen to get her? Well, I was pitching balls in uh, one of those places where they give prizes. And that's where you won her? <laughs> You know, the prizes were better in those days. <laughs> well, Mrs. Quinn, if you became better acquainted, exactly what happened?
2: Well, we went dancing and then he, uh, we walked over to the roller coaster and he took me for a ride.
1: <laughs> I see. Then you got married and took him for a ride. <laughs> Mr. Quinn, do you ever go back to Coney Island? Oh, about once a year. Still trying to find out who lost her age. <laughs>
2: But I really think it's
1: wonderful being married 38 years. Perhaps you have some advice for young brides on how to get along with their husbands. For example, when your husband goes shopping for a suit, do you go with him?
2: I certainly do.
1: Why don't you trust him to buy the right thing?
2: Well, the salesman could sell him anything. He's just like a child. (laughs)
1: You mean you buy his suits in the boys' department? (laughs) Mr. Quinn, I bet you look adorable in rompers. (laughs) How about when you go shopping, Mrs. Quinn? If you want to buy a hat, for instance, does Mr. Quinn go with you?
2: Well, sometimes, but he don't enter the stores. He stays outside
1: and smokes. (laughs) He smokes, huh? Well, he's different anyway. When the wife is buying a new hat, most husbands stay outside and burn. (laughs) Well, you're both very nice people, and we're happy to have you with us tonight. So let's get busy right now and see how you rate your mate. Have you decided which one of you will try to answer the question?
2: I think my husband will.
1: You think your husband will. (laughs) All right, then. Off you go to the isolation chamber, Mr. Quinn. And uh, Mrs. Quinn and I will try to figure this out together. Now, keep the big idea in mind. It's not whether your mate knows the answer to the questions. It's whether you know what he knows. So tell me what you think about this first one. What is Cupid's first name? I think he might. He might know it because
2: he's a little romantic. He might remember. <laughs> well, if he
1: won you at one of those ball games, then he'll know about it. Hello. 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 Hi, you lover boy. <laughs> See if you can find the answer to this question. What is Cupid's first name? Dan. You are right, and you win. said you would know it, and you did, so you win $25. I'll be back in a moment with another question. Mrs. Quinn, do you think he'll know this one? Which one of the four bases on a baseball diamond is not a sandbag?
2: I think he might know it. You that. think he might know it?
1: Hiya, lock and bar. <laughs> Fine. Good. Which one of the four bases on a baseball diamond is not a sandbag? The home plate. You are right, and you win. We have a total of $50, and I'll be back with more money in just a little while. Here is your third question. What is the name of the storybook character whose nose grew longer every time he told a fib?
2: I think he might.
1: You think he might know. Well, we'll find out. Hiya, sweetie. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What is the name of the storybook character whose nose grew longer every time he told a fib? Pinocchio. You are right as you win. It is, Pinocchio, so so far on the scoreboard, you have $75, and we'll be back in a moment. Now, here is his fourth and last question. Some people use the expression, crazy as a loon. Now then, what actually is a loon?
2: I'll say no on that one. You don't think he
1: would know it? Well, we'll find out. Hello? Hello. Some people use the expression, crazy as a loon. Now then, what actually is a loon? Uh, It's a bird, I believe. You are right, but you lose. (laughs) Your wife said you wouldn't know it, and you did, so you win 25 cents. Your total on the scoreboard is $75.25. And thanks to both of you for joining us and playing Wait Your Mate.
0: I'm sorry, Joey, but we can't have any more contestants tonight.
1: What's the matter? Did we run out of money?
0: No, we ran out of time.
1: (laughs) Ah, too bad. I had so much fun talking to all these happily married couples. It's so inspiring. Reminds me of what that very famous philosopher once said about happy marriages. His name was, uh... Well, I can't think of what his name was. No, I can't think of what he said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good
1: night, everybody.
0: So long to you all. Until next week, same time. And we hope you'll be with us to rape your mate. Rape your mate is a Mark and Bill Tobin production. Associate producer Peter Arnell. Rape your mate was transcribed in New York. This is Hal Sims speaking.